mother box i have no fucking idea how i'm awake at the current moment in time but here i am my name is tom okri hello everybody welcome back into another episode it is november 13th i think uh, a little bit past 7 p.m eastern standard time and i am fresh off a metallica concert night one of a festival from welcome to rockville last night on three hours of sleep after going to the magic kingdom today but before we get into all of that, I want to introduce our co-host, or I think we coined last week, Bro-Host, um, which we decided is fine and doesn't sound stupid at all. Um, but Kyle Cosentino, Kyle, first and foremost, how the fuck are you? I am doing well. I am, uh, yeah, your fellow Bro-Host. I feel like that would be something that would come out of a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Don't get me started with that. I'm already, I know sleep, I have zero filter. So this show should be hilarious from the point of I'm just going to say what I feel like saying. And Good. We'll say go from, yeah. Two, so Tom, tell us, tell us how uh, Metallica was. Oh, oh, oh Lord. Oh, oh, okay. It's just like asking me to open Christmas presents up and all the Christmas presents are pictures of your mother. I'm absolutely going to do it. So here we go. Here we oh, go. So, boy. Okay. You are tired. Okay. Because you're making <laughs> terrible jokes. Oh, go Why don't you go steal another joke from Tim? What what joke did I steal from Tim? I'm almost positive you stole the. Um, there was a joke I know that I that I am pretty sure you probably ripped from Tim. I, I I can't think right now. But you know what? I I thought on the ride home from Metallica last night. <clears throat> see, I burped. I got no filter. Fuck this. <laughs> I got no filter right now. Um, from what uh, that that you sir are a joke stealer from Tim. So. That's it. Um, I, I, no I evidence like Tim, other than I'm just going to accuse you of that. Uh, Tim's jokes require like half of brain power, and that's how low and terrible they are. So I would definitely, if I was going to steal jokes from somebody, it definitely wouldn't be him. Okay. Well, anyway, let's get to Metallica. So this is the first time I've seen the band. Is It was my 17th show, uh, time seeing Metallica last night um, at day. Daytona International uh, Raceway Speedway, whatever they call that, in Daytona Beach, Florida, right off the east coast of Florida. It's about an hour out from where I live and where I'm at right now. Um, good drive, easy drive to get there. Man, I, I had this weird nervous excitement yesterday. Um, it was actually the first time I went to a Metallica show solo. I had never gone to a Metallica show solo before, so it was, it was weird. I was still excited. I, I knew what I was going to expect out of the show and out of the festival, but it, it was still different. And it was really, you know, the first time seeing them post 
pandemic and first time seeing them since September of 2019. You know, this is first time seeing them since James has uh, uh, went back into his second stint of rehab. Obviously, things are going well for him. He looked amazing last night. Um, he's playing well. Um, so I did the typical man. You know, I had a I had a VIP tour uh, pass for yesterday. I got there a little bit before the gates opened, maybe 10 minutes. I had to stand in line, and there was there was a VIP line. So we get in, and um, the tickets are actually an RFID chip uh, bracelet. So it's very similar to our Magic Bands when we go to Magic Kingdom. All you have to do is put them down. It goes green, and you're good to go in. So uh, Can I just interject and let the audience know that when Tom says that he went to see Metallica solo, he secretly means he went to see the Jonas Brothers solo. Go ahead, continue. That's all right. Um, I don't. I don't know how to how to react to that because your brain goes directly to the Jonas Brothers. I I, I kind of forgot they existed there for a minute. But if you secretly are in the closet with them, that's okay, Kyle. We're 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 no judgment zone, just like Planet Fitness here. So please share. But didn't you get a picture with uh, Joe Jonas and didn't he like kiss your cheek or something like that? What what what? Where the fuck is this coming from? Absolutely not. Why the hell would I, mean, I ever do this? You sent me this picture. Thing? You sent me this picture last night at, at like one in the morning. I, I was like, why is Tom waking me up to send me this picture? There were a lot of I, crazy things happening last night in uh, on on the right side of the stage. Uh, didn't didn't you get followed by a buffalo? I, I got followed by by many a buffalo. Um, and then I got I actually I didn't tell you I actually got like herded in by what? Did you have like cheese fries on on your? Uh, yeah. Or something i must have sat in cheese fries there were a lot of shit getting thrown in that crowd too so maybe somebody threw some cheese fries over by me like landed on the back of my vest and it, it hunted the the scent brought them over because i i didn't tell you this part either i got i actually literally got and i told courtney this i got herded in by a, a literal you know um chicagoan by our standards um wow. and i was i was i was right up the rail uh um and that kind of sucked because when you're right, you know, you know, from being on the rail, you know, kind of being tight, tight in and not being able to move Andre the Giant next to you. It's a little tough. And then you get uh, pressed against you by some fat, sweaty, hairy dude the entire yep. time. It's pretty typical uh, metal show or really any any hard rock show or really mm -hmm. any concert for that matter. If you, haven't I, the, if you haven't been in the rail for somebody great like Metallica, you haven't lived your life to the fullest. So you go out, you need to go out and do that. But now it shows that we're going to be. Oh. Yeah. Oh God. I'm I'm so much, dude. I'm before I get to this, like I'm beyond. Like I every time I see Metallica, it's a treat. Like like they're look they 40 years as a band. I think we're we are more than privileged and lucky to be to have seen them and be seeing them as much as we have. And that they've lasted this long, you cannot say this. You know, you know, there aren't bands are not out there; they do not exist that play at the caliber of this band. And they're, they're in their mid to late fifties, guys. Like this is this isn't, you know, still in their prime. Um, fuck, you could say James is in, is in his prime. He's, I think, he gets better with age. Um, and, Kyle, and if anybody, yeah, and, if, and and just being a musician, you know, if you've ever played Master of Puppets and on really any of the instruments. You know that that song is fucking brutal with its down picking, at least from a guitarist perspective. But even the drummer and many people can talk about Lars's ability. But still, the, the, that timing of that song is not it's not easy to keep up. So no, uh, I just tried it quite a bit. Uh, well, you know, I would just say that I definitely 
you know, can appreciate that, you know, bands like this are still around and can still do this and that they're, you know, they're still together. You know, that's pretty, pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, I, and, and like I was saying, I cannot wait for the 40th shows. And like I was saying, it's a privilege every time we get to see Metallica, but like the 40th shows, like I, I remember in 2000, like late 2011 or 2012, like the, the 30th anniversary Metallica shows just happened. And I watched all of the videos that Metallica's website posted. It was, it was late at night. I couldn't sleep. Um, I watched all these videos and I was looking at the, the set lists and I was buying the MP3s from that night because Metallica put on the craziest show I've ever seen them play. They played deep cuts. Like they played Carpe Diem, baby. They, they played songs off of Load and Reload that you never hear live. Um, they had guests uh, upon guests to join them. Rob Helford, Dave Mustaine, Jason Newstead joined them every single night. Lloyd Grant was there. Ron McGovney played with them. Um, uh, geez, who is the uh, John, John something, a, a couple different people, a, a lot of, you know, important people in music and rock like Bob Rock even came back and played played some St. Anger with them because as most people forget, he's the one that played bass on that album. Um, when they didn't have a bass player yet, permanently. So and that's a great album. And that's a great album. So fuck you if you think otherwise. It's a fantastic <laughs> album, and they played frantic last night. And uh, the the only thing I could think of at at, at the moment, I, I texted two people, my wife and Kyle, because couldn't contain my excitement that they were playing a song off of off of Saint Anger. I fucking love that album so much. So. Um, Moving, you kind of, kind of moving forward with what my expectations of the 30th shows are, or what the 40th shows be after watching those 30th shows. It's just I'm, I'm just blown away at what they did. So if the 30th was at that kind of level where their set lists were full, and they had four nights compared to two uh, for the 40th, but but that's okay. Two nights are still going to do a lot of shit. Like I'm expecting at the 40th show, Kyle's special guests. I'm expecting deep cuts for them to play. I'm expecting it to, it's going to be a rock concert. It's going to be a Metallica concert, but it's also going to be like, we're going to feel like we're brothers with these people. If that's, if that sounds right, it's it's like, we're going to, I think this is going to be the greatest Metallica show you and I have ever been to hands down. And, and I cannot wait for and it. I, I fully, I firmly agree with that. And I also, I just had a thought like, you know, this, well, one, I can't wait to see the merch for that, but Oh. Um, this, oh. band, this band is also 10 years younger than Disney World. I just thought of that. I was like, that's that's a crazy Holy shit. That's a crazy revelation. And they're, uh, they're as old as Epcot. Wow. Epcot oh, opened oh. up in 81. Actually, shit. I think they're a year older than Epcot because Epcot's 40th is is uh, October 1st this year. Or next year. Next year. October 1st, 2022. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty, crazy. You know what? You know, you got to give it up to Disney, too, because when you go to those parks, like they're always top notch. It's they're, they're always up to date. Even if the rides aren't working, it just feels like it's always freshly polished. And and it really is a testament to Walt Disney's vision when he talked about, like, every time you come back, you're going to see something new. And and I feel like every time I do, I mean, every time I go there, I, see, I always see something new. And I've been there like once. Uh, you know, we're really like a million times. So, um, but anyway, but yeah, you know, that 40th show, that's going to be, that's going to be a uh, pretty legendary. So no, 
It's it's going to be tremendous. I didn't even think about merch until you said it because I I bought two shirts last night, which is just their like festival tour shirts, which which I liked and bought one for me, one for Courtney. We wore them to the park today. We wore them to Magic Kingdom today, and we got a couple of comments. Um, cast members love Metallica. Apparently, they loved our shirts. You know, I got a great shirt. Uh, you know, funny story. When I was in California uh, last, I I got a shirt is like a gift for Christmas, and it's a it's a cat thrown up the uh the rock on devil horns and it says meow talica on it and i got so many compliments on it even santa complimented me it was just like in uh giardelli square and uh you know if you've never been to giardelli square you need to go and then just basically you're gonna be you're gonna die from um you know diabetes right then and there but yeah. that's yeah. beside the point but santa like was very very uh enamored by my Meow Metallica shirt and he had to compliment me. So I, I feel like that's like the highest regard is like when Santa compliments you, your Metallica shirt, like it's pretty awesome. Santa was at Santa the concert last night. Did you see my picture? Ah, yes. He wasn't he body surfing. He was crowd surfing uh, twice. I saw him crowd surfing twice and I apparently wasn't the first time. So send your list my way. Uh, Santa's Santa's at welcome to Rockville. I, I, I could take your wishes for him for the ponies that you're not going to get. Uh, but I speaking, only, there's only one thing I want on on my Christmas list, and that's your mother. Oh, I knew that was coming. I oh, knew it was coming. Oh, boy. It was coming. Shut the fuck up, shit. Lying about getting on the Blossom Coaster. Fucking survived. Almost died. Whatever. You motorboated Hagrid. I did, and I you liked it. And you liked it. Whatever, man. Judgment-free zone. But back to the... Uh, speaking of judgment-free zones... Yeah, yeah, back to the judgment-free zones. Um, you know, we don't judge Brad for molesting the Triceratops. Um, he's I judge him. trial with that. How dare he? That poor Triceratops. Brad, you should be ashamed of yourself. Terrible. No, they're going through litigation now, so we'll see what happens. But I digress. Uh, back to San Francisco. Speaking of um, no judgment-free zones, better uh san francisco so this is probably the cherry on top say what you want about the town i would never live there uh per se it's it's not somewhere on my list of places i'd want to move to and, and make a life and call it my home um very few places in the u.s i would consider that outside of arizona uh, florida and texas would be on those lists but i'm rambling because i'm exhausted uh san francisco the the cherry on top for the 40th anniversary metallica shows is the fact that they're in, it's going to be in san francisco for us so seeing metallica in san francisco has such a fucking vibe and that's why you got so many comments i think on your shirt kyle was because that's metallica's home the bay area is where they were born that's where they do all of their anniversary shows that's where they do all their special met club shows that's when when everybody comes out for them in san francisco in the, in the bay area it's a great city to travel to i love it's, traveling there it's you know despite like the the poverty and um you know homelessness and all the stuff that comes with california it's one of the most beautiful states i mean beautiful yeah. states i mean you drive up the coast i mean it's really it's it's like one of the greatest sights to see by far oh you yeah probably, you probably don't want to live there because it's Unless you're like a CEO or something like that, but it is absolutely a sight to see. Dude, we should. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have the time to do some exploring um, around San Francisco. Um, yeah, we're gonna see Spider Man No Way Home. 
Yes, that, that. we're going to see Spider-Man No Way Home, absolutely, and my my levels through the roof for that. Um, but I was even thinking about shit, maybe even going to HQ, or even even showing you where we filmed Halo on Fire. Um, they should anyway. just let us into HQ. I mean, for fuck's sake. I mean, I agree. all we did for this band and put ourselves through, and you were in the video too, damn it. So. Yeah, I was in the video, and I spent ten thousand dollars on my right arm. I think at least getting to peek through the window would be great. <laughs> I mean, they should just let us in there and just let us, you know, you could get on the Lars's drum kit and I'll be on like James's guitar, which is also my guitar, the same guitar that I have uh, that's right next to me. Um, and uh, we will sound awful. So. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So let's let, let me let me wrap up the Metallica story because we do have a lot to unpack from Disney Plus Day. Um, but so I got to the fest. I like I said, I got VIP. I walked in. Um, I just kind of scoped the place out. The first thing I wanted to do was get merch. Walked to the merch table. Of course, Metallica had their own merch table, which I appreciated because that's the only merch I wanted. Um, there there uh, were some other bands there that day, and, and I'll, I'll go through who was on my stage and who played behind us. Um, but uh, I bought my Metallica shirts, one for me, one for Courtney, and then got to the VIP area, needed some food, and was scoped around. And the VIP area wasn't as close as I wanted to be. Um, so I left the rail over by VIP and went back into kind of just like the general admission and in general admission, uh, I just, after going back and forth and back and forth, um, I finally found a spot on the right side rail, a, a spot I've never stood in before, uh, for Metallica. And I, I didn't, I didn't hate that perspective for them. You know, I wasn't completely up, up, up on the rail, but I was on the rail on the side where it split down the middle. So I was away from the mosh pits enough, still a little cramped but it's to be what it is um so yeah good stuff um stuff i stood there for probably from maybe let's let's say one o'clock to when metallica ended their set at 11 50 11 55 p.m uh i uh, didn't didn't leave to use the bathroom once <laughs> i i planned my water situation out around that had an emergency bottle of water just in case, but thankfully it was overcast and not hot out, and the sun wasn't barreling down on us, so we were, we were thankful for that. Um, I don't know if you saw their set, Kyle, but like I said, some of the some of the highlights they, you know, open with Whiplash. Never seen them open with, with whip, Whiplash before. Um, it, they play Frantic off of Saint Anger, No Leaf Clover, Whiskey in the Jar, um, their encore song, Fight Fire with Fire, and uh, of course they played Fuel because they were at Daytona. So good stuff, man. Good fucking shit. Yeah, that that, uh, that sounds like you know. Let me just say too is is that it's great to see this is happening again. You know, with the yes. world and everything that's gone on. I mean, say what you will about you know your thoughts about masks and vaccinations. Just fucking can it seriously. It's great to see that people are getting back together and, and having a little enjoyment of, out of their life. Hell yeah! And this is like a, one of the singers for. Uh, or the guitar player for Pennywise was just like not giving a shit about that, getting back to it, like kind of really it was more of like a fuck authority speech. But it was really too just like you're out there defending for yourself. You know, you're finally back. It's, things are back to normal. You know, treat it, treat it right kind of story. I don't know. It, it, it made sense in the moment, but you're right. Um, so all the bands, including Pennywise, that were on the stage, the Space Zebra stage that I saw Metallica on where I stayed the whole time were entertaining. Um you you know of and I asked you about Ice Nine Kills. That was the first time I've seen them live. First time I ever heard of them. 
So their their music's based off of horror, correct? Yeah, they're they're all horror themed. I honestly I don't know how. I mean, I guess I always whenever I listen to them, like I just think of like copyright stuff. But um, because they include a lot of stuff from like infamous horror movies, like uh, they did one with Michael Myers. It's it's called Stabbing in the Dark. It was really it was really cool. I mean, they're very new agey kind of metal, so it's it's uh, it's not kind of like your old school thrash like Metallica or anything like that. But uh, they just released a new album. I was actually listening to it today at the gym and it's not bad. It's actually, it's like some really good stuff and it's cool to like, see it's like a thematic kind of band that's doing really well. So um, I'm not the biggest fan of them, but I think, you know, as time goes on, I think they have like two or three albums. Um, but I would love to see them in concert just based on what you were saying. I mean, I feel like some bands, they don't maybe don't have like the greatest catalog of, of songs, but their stage performance is amazing. It's kind of like yeah. Rob yeah. Zombie, like Rob Zombie is great. He's got he's got a lot of good hits though, but not like as many as you know maybe some of the other bands. But his stage presence like no other. So yeah, he was he was there last night. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was on the other main stage, way behind me, the same stage Chevelle played on, um, and Beartooth um, last night. I, I would say like as a person, I I think I like him as a person better that as uh you know more so as like you know a lead singer of a band because. He's just really interesting. He's like a really interesting dude. Like I've watched some interviews with him and just kind of like listen to him talk about some of the movies, which I love all of his movies, except for the second Halloween, of course. Um, <laughs> that was nasty. But um, yeah, he's a really cool dude. So like, I you know, I, I always like seeing people like that fronting bands. Yeah, Ice Nine Kills ended an awesome song called It Is The End. Um, it's it was based off of It, obviously. Um, and they did this really, really cool thing with somebody who was in the yellow raincoat and the lead singer was dressed up like Pennywise and like handed the person a balloon, but like let the balloon go at the end of the song. So the balloon just floated up into the air and disappeared. It, it's, it's a really fucking cool stage show. You, you, I would, I, I think you would use, especially would enjoy seeing them if it was like their show, like their tour. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like some bands just do really well. Like, um, Rammstein is, is another band that I'm a huge fan of Rammstein, but their stage performance is like out of this world. I mean, it is just amazing. Amazing. They, they barely tour the States, but um, if anybody who loves metal can see a band, that, that's a band to see. Dude, speaking of metal and a band to see, um, and I know you're not as into them as I am, but Anthrax is going to be there at Rockville tomorrow. Uh, they're, they're one of the big four. Um, they are one of the big four. Uh, I, I like Anthrax a lot. I hope they play Anthrax's set on the big screen. Because I around the time they play, I don't think I'm going to be able to leave my spot for Metallica. But that's okay. It's worth it. If, if I would say one thing, it's it shouldn't be called the big four. It should be called the big five. And, and fucking include Pantera in that. I know like we got two of them, two of the members deceased, but... There's a big, big bands. Pantera would be number five. Like but Pantera's not, Pantera's not fresh. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you can like look at a lot of mu- uh, music from their catalog. I mean, you could you could still say like Slayer. I mean, come on. There's there's a lot of differences and there's a lot of overlap. So uh, yeah, I can see the argument. I can see the argument. I can absolutely see it. 
All right. All right. Um, but, uh, social distortion sucked. I just wanted to say that um, and end my Rockville experience. And I can't wait for a day two tomorrow. Dad, uh, Dad, Jesus Christ, Brad, Brad is going with with us, um, with me. Brad and I are going his first time seeing Metallica. So we'll definitely talk about it on the next podcast of Jedi Talks. So but while I was at the show, um, Kyle was keeping me updated with some things. Disney Plus Day happened. And holy crap, did Marvel explode and Star Wars get jack shit? Um, and oh my God. Yeah. Where's the Kenobi trailer? God damn it. Yeah, all we got was the first look that leaked the day before. It's bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Just give us a teaser, like a 20 second, 30 second, five minute teaser. Give us a five minute teaser. I know. For fuck's sake. They also dropped the fucking Disney also dropped a limited edition Jedi Temple Guard lightsaber for pre-order on Shop Disney. And um, if I didn't have a Star Cruiser to pay for and it wasn't around Christmas time, I would have put in this pre-order. But I had to be fucking fiscally responsible. Jackasses. Anything? Uh, Cal Kestis? I was just that? going I was just going to tell you the horrible news that I got about this or the rumor, the strong rumor that I heard. And this is coming from an individual who I've confirmed the sources would be high and they probably would pay off. Um, but the, this, this hurts to even say, but the rumors Cal's lightsaber is delayed until summer. Fuck you. I agree. That's bullshit. Agreed. That is just somebody swim out to the coast and just get it off to one of the ships for fuck's sake. Thank you. That's it. Or take, you know what? Take the port to Florida. Just bring it on over to one of our ports. We're open. We're working. You know, come on. Come on. Let's do it. Goods and services. Somehow, somehow Disneyland is is, is doing fine. Um, Tokyo Disneyland is getting all the new emos, the, the new new emos and everything there. I don't know how the hell they're getting their shit. But um, the the bullshit. One. Let's go, Brandon. What are they getting in Tokyo? Oh, they're new emos. You know those little, uh, the like the oh, collector right. okay. figures. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I didn't know what those were until uh, I was there last month. So. Yes, sir. Yes. Very cool. They, they originally came from from Tokyo, I believe. So they just blew up literally, and that's why they made it over to the U.S. So um, Disney Plus Day, man. Let's let's just go from start to finish. You know, we can just end it there because Star Wars got jack. They got they got shit on. They got jack. Um, the, the Kenobi first look and the concept art was released, but I was expecting so much more. I, I really, really was. That's all right. Let me let me kick this off a little bit by saying yeah, there was a lot of great stuff added here and a lot of cool pictures of, of some of the upcoming um, upcoming shows and like some new announced shows were really great. But I've got to say, like some of this just doesn't make any sense to me like what the fuck is okay so i'm looking at i know these aren't everything um but what the fuck is echo why the uh, fuck spin off of hawkeye spin off of uh, hawkeye so is echo supposed to be a kid uh let me see i have my show notes here and or the notes i took not the show notes but uh hawkeye spinoff series officially announced by marvel studios uh, that's it link in bio full article on this link that I sent to myself. Um, let me see if there's any more. I, I believe that if if I 
had to guess that is the kid of Hawkeye, but we should get more. We, we'll probably get more info from the Hawkeye series. Okay, well, that makes sense. That makes sense yeah. then. Okay, the one that I'm like really just, you know, thinking is so stupid and ridiculous is uh, Agatha House of Harkness. I mean, mm-hmm. WandaVision was a, was a pretty good show, I would say. Like, it was good. Um, Agatha Harkness, though, was like not memorable to me. Like, it's like, you know, standard run-of-the-mill Marvel villain. And why why does every Marvel... Why does every Marvel character getting a spinoff show? And not that I not that I don't love that they're doing all of this, but for fuck's sake, it's going to dilute the content. It absolutely will. So when you have all these different shows coming out with every character and some, like, just random-ass characters like Agatha Harkness... It just it's going to dilute the content and we're already starting to see that already with this year and some of the movies that have been released like people are bored of it i i think i'm starting to get marvel burnout because of all this that's been announced it's like how the hell i mean keeping up with it is one thing i mean if i really wanted to keep up with it i could but all right secret invasion is going to be packed you know marvel zombies is is cool but i'm not looking forward to as much as you are yeah, I, that, that was I was so happy about that, like because because of that episode, and we talked about that how I wanted more of that episode. So I was like, really, I'm gonna love the shit out of that. Whatever it is, like, is fuck yeah. There's Great. there's out of out of everything that like Marvel announced, and I'm just gonna go through them real quick, and we'll we'll talk about them individually. But Agatha House of Harkness, like you just said, Ironheart, I am Groot, Moon Knight, She Hulk, Miss Marvel. Echo, the Spider-Man freshman year series. There's two there at the end that I'm going to mention now. These are the only two out of all of these that I have any excitement for. The rest is causing me mar- a little MC- MCU burnout, I should say. Um, the first one, X-Men 97. They're fucking reviving the X-Men animated show. I am so pumped for that. They better keep that fucking amazing ass theme song. If they don't, they could update it. They oh, could update, update it, make, yeah. make it like, but don't change the core part of, you know, I want to hear, like, I want to hear that. It better not change. Or, or like, somebody's going to get a frosty in the face. So, Mike Mike Norris going to get a frosty in the face. The atomic potato wedge will get a frosty to the face while he's giving somebody the mashed potato in the corner of the ring. That's right, Mike. We still remember. Does he Does he know that that's his name now? Yeah, he actually posted in our on our Facebook group that um, he, he he said something derogatory about you and I, but he heard it. <laughs> oh, good, good. The atomic potato wedge. I guess yep. uh, he's just got to have like an all brown suit now. And I, I, I guess just the the atomic potato wedge. Maybe like un, the, underneath will be kind of like a brown, uh, light brown, to uh, symbolize the browning of the clear part of the potato and, and the underneath will be a shit color. I, I assume, I don't know. Can and, you borrow and, your shit saber? And the potato masher, that's, he, he just rikishis them like with, and sticks his butt in, in their face in the corner or something like that. While consuming a Frosty from one Wendy's uh, fast food restaurant. Wow. I mean, just to talk about like wrestling, that's the most ridiculous move of all time. Like, and the most hilarious. What were they thinking? It was just like, oh, this big fat guy in a sumo suit. We're just going to have him stick his butt in people's face, and that's going to be his finisher. 
the attitude era was more. Um, that wasn't even the attitude era. That was more of the um, ruthless aggression, or that, maybe that was the end of the attitude era when Rikishi started doing that. But it was fucking wild, man. Wrestling was wild back then. I haven't watched it in a long time. Hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, um, X Men. Yeah, X Men '97. You know, I'm just. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, give me, give me all of X Men '97. It was a spectacular um, animated series that was up there for me with the Spider-Man animated series and Batman animated series in the nineties. They're going to revive it. I'm, I'm with you, you know, update the, the theme song. I'd be curious to see what, where they're going to go voice acting wise. Um, I, I, I don't, and I don't, I don't recall, but again, I was, I was young. I was like 11 years old, probably 10, 11 years old when this came out, maybe. So I don't recall any like iconic voice performances, but, I'm sure it'd be cool to hear some original voices from the cast or use use a whole new cast. I don't care, but I can't wait. I'm looking forward to that, and I'm looking forward to What If season two. You know, it's uh, it's really, it's really uh, I'm really happy that they're coming back with this, and I feel like X Men, the, the X Men from the '90s, Spider Man from the '90s, and then Batman the animated series and the Justice League animated series is hands down like the greatest animated superhero shows of all time. I mean, like those, those were so successful. And the reason they were successful is because they spent time in telling a good story. Even though the animation is dated, well, they updated Batman, the animated series, which it looks phenomenal now. Uh, But they spent a lot of time writing a good story. And some of the like, you know, other animated shows like you know how many marvel avengers shows have they had how many spider-man shows have they've had and some of the spider-man shows were good and don't get me wrong they were because i've watched them but then like the most recent one was just garbage like there was like really no i felt like when i watched it and i'm like is he gonna like beat up bad guys or is he just gonna like you know have a like uh you know a day a day at ikea you know what i mean (laughs) like um Spider-Man freshman year has me a little bit nervous because when I uh, see this, like I think another Spider-Man animated show is great. I mean, um, it's interesting why they keep rebooting it. Uh, but what I heard was that there, this is going to be like Tom, Ho- like Tom Holland Spider-Man. I don't know if that's a hundred percent confirmed, but uh, Brandon Davis, um, who works for ComicBook.com, uh, confirmed that's. That it's an MCU canon prequel. So this this is Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Wow. It, you know, they could have... I mean, I guess that makes sense to do that. I wonder if they're going to actually have Tom Holland voice him. Um, but they, they could have easily, easily revived uh, the Spider-Man from the 90s show. Like, they could have easily done that, too. Easily, yeah. But um, this this should be good. This will give us a little bit more of spider-man that we haven't necessarily seen you know before it's it's well is it peter's freshman year of high school or is it spider-man's first year as spider-man i would probably say it's it's you know maybe both okay but i you know all i hope is that it's just not like some like watered down spider-man animated show like actually take some time to make a good story and for fuck's sake, stop making it so kid-friendly. There's been, like, a million kid-friendly Spider-Man shows. Like, fuck them. You know what I mean? Make an adult Spider-Man animated show. You know? Kyle just, like, Kyle just really wants a Spider-Man porno or something. Yeah, I want a, an adult uh, Spider-Man triple X 
uh, Spider-Man TV series where he's just naked the entire time. That's, that's well, just hey. cool. yeah. I was going to say something about Gwen Stacy getting her back cracked a little bit differently than she did in the second movie, but just how yep. she died. <laughs> Uh, but uh, and then and then absolutely do not miscast J. Jonah Jameson. You do not oh, no. miscast oh, no. him. You do him yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, if you can't get J.K. Simmons, I mean, I mean, you should just get J.K. Simmons. Let's face it. I love he's I love he's J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, he's he's you know, and even in the Spider-Man video game, that was like one of the best parts about it. The most recent one, Spider-Man PS4. That was one of the best things about it because he always had updates and like it was just funny as shit. And what a great character, you know. Spider Man, isn't it funny like how Spider Man and Batman are are very similar in in kind of like they were just hugely successful for the franchise and it was just all housed under one character. It's like they wrote so many great villains for this one character and yet Mm -hmm. like rest of Marvel can't. Put it like you know, the rest of Marvel can't really do anything, but as far as villains, same thing with Batman. I mean, a lot of um, but I mean, I think more DC stuff is coming out, which we haven't, you know, we have really, really not used to. I don't think people know a lot about DC uh, stuff, but you know, I, I feel like you know, yeah, if you look at it, Batman's kind of similar because there's all the villains are kind of housed under Batman, whereas not so many are housed under the other superheroes. Yep, yep, you're right. Speaking of Batman, this would be a good segue into something I'm getting a lot of inspiration of, looking at the stills of um, the images of Moon Knight that came out. And we've talked about kind of being um, suspicious of Moon Knight, a little optimistic, because it does does look like Batman. I'm not, I, I'm, I don't know if it's a direct ripoff. I don't know the character really that well. But I like Oscar Isaac, and I'm, I'm probably cautiously optimistically looking forward to checking this out. Yeah, you know what? Um, I definitely will check that out because that's that's something different. That's something we haven't seen. And plus, uh, you know, that there's that heavy rumor that Blade might be a part of it. And right. Right. Mahershala Ali actually just talked about being Blade. I'm going to see if I can kind of find it. But he uh, came out and talked about, like, his first, like, either suit up or, or like, meeting about it. But, yeah. So that's that's something that's it might happen. So that's why I got that's why I got to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Moon um, Knight. Yeah, it, it 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 really should be good. I have faith. You know, some of the things I'm just kind of like meh about are She-Hulk and Miss Marvel. Uh, I see in the stills that we saw for She-Hulk that we still have Coffee Shop Hulk. So not excited about that. Yeah, he Marvel. went back to the he went back to the Hulk. I was going to talk about that. And if you look in that picture, um, not only is he back to the Hulk, but he's his arm isn't in a sling anymore. So maybe it's they true. figured out maybe they figured out what uh, how to fix it because he had that weird device on like during uh, the ending of Shang Chi in the in the post Easter egg trailer. And so I wonder what that's about. And you know, hopefully, you know if if. Uh, if we're not going to get like crazy green rage monster from, you know, a Bruce Banner, hopefully maybe we can get it from whoever the hell she Hulk is. I don't know her name. Um, give us the proper um, fucking Tatiana Hulk. Ma- Seriously. Ma- Seriously. 
What's is that the actress or is that the character? That's the actress. Okay, well, I didn't know the character. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. So hopefully she she turns into the Hulk and she starts fucking shit up. By the way, one more thing about Spider-Man, and I don't know if you caught this. Um, you remember that god-awful PS4 Avengers game that came out? Yeah. Well, now they're uh, including, they're finally including uh, Peter Parker, the one from the uh, video game, Spider-Man PS4, into, is like a DLC into this game. So I don't know if this improves the game. I'm going to say probably not, but I just thought it'd be worth mentioning. You're just going to end up doing the same mission as Spider-Man that you did for all the other Avengers. You know what? It really pisses me off because, like, biggest franchise of all time, and you can't give us a fucking proper video game. Like, it basically writes itself. It's like Fantastic Beasts, where to find them. Like, you take the greatest, one of the greatest film franchises out there, and then you just say, you know what? Let's just make a terrible fucking spinoff movie. And this is just what they did with the Avengers PS4. Great premise. It starts out great, but after like an hour of playing it, you realize that every level is the fucking same and you do the same shit. And mm-hmm. it's like it's like something that would have came out that that could have come out in the nineties. You know what I mean? That's that's the shit that we got in the nineties. But but anyway, uh yeah, they really shit the bed on that one. But the thing that pisses me off is that there are people that defend it and like you can't defend that game. You just can't. I mean the graphics looks looks great. You can talk about, uh, you know, like the fighting is is pretty decent for what it is, but like just like the repetitiveness is, oh my god, mind numbing. Yeah, you can't rest on graphics alone on those laurels. You just absolutely cannot. And after you know, and I was so inv- and I was invested originally in uh, Miss Marvel's character. I was. I thought that was an interesting story with like Avengers Day. And how she won and even looking for the comic books was kind of cool and in trying to escape um the people when she had those like superpowers it was it was fun stuff and then it just became so boring and guardians of the galaxy is getting decent reviews but um to me that just looks exactly like um avengers just with guardians of the galaxy characters and i I don't want that i don't need it They gave it a good review, and, and, like, you know, obviously the Marvel fanboys can't, like, ever say anything bad about Marvel ever because they can't think for themselves. Yeah. But there's there's no – I highly doubt that that's, like, anything worth playing. I mean, that's, that's like, the $5 bin. That's when you get that one. <laughs> so with all that being said, I've kind of lost interest in Miss Marvel at all, uh, and I don't – I'm just not not going to be there for the – Miss Marvel series. Well, I would say though, I mean, if anything was good about that game, like it, the beginning was actually really great. I mean, it really kind of sets you up for like, like false, like hope. Cause that's the start of the game was really good. I mean, it kind of fit centered around Kamala Khan and, and like, you know, it was really doing well at building up her character. And then it just like, it takes this horrible left turn. So I, I think if it, they kind of like go with that that vibe, that could actually be pretty interesting. Because um, I mean, I don't know. Like again, here's another character that we've never really seen in any medium, uh, so it could be interesting. I I personally think that her powers are stupid. 
Like, I think it's really stupid. And if people out there are saying, like, oh, well, what about Mr. Fantastic? I think his powers are fucking stupid, too. <laughs> like, stretch, stretch Armstrong, it's dumb as shit. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I don't know. And, like, that costume that she wears, like, they better not go with that. Like, hopefully they figure out something better because that just isn't going to translate well. I'm sure they will. I'm sure the costume, they've always been good with the costuming. So, but, yeah. Like, I'm not interested in her powers, like, at all. No, thanks. Yep, me neither. But it is what it is. So, um, what else did we get? Uh, we saw, Did you see the first look of Samuel L. Jackson? Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury in Secret Invasion. Yeah, I did. And I know a little bit about Secret, Secret Invasion. I didn't read the comics. I know they kind of did a story arc in one of the... Marvel uh, Avengers animated series, so I remember that. And it's actually, that might be a cool premise, I, and I, I assume that's just going to be a TV show. But mm, basically, uh, the, the, the Kree and the Skrulls, I forget which one is which, but they can, you know, hide in plain sight, because, you know, as we can even see in the movies, like, they can emulate and look like any person. And so they start you know, in, invading the United States or like the world. And so, um, and then people start turning on each other because they don't know which one is the like, Kree or Skrulls. So that that could be a really interesting story concept. And I, and I actually look forward to that. I don't know who else is in it, but um, it feels like it's a, it's a world, like at least what I know of it, I think it's like kind of like a whole world type of thing. So, yeah. And I think we got a little taste of it at the end of Captain Marvel, uh, and I've I've only seen it once. Um, but the wasn't the end scene with Nick Fury was in space somewhere. Yeah, he was. I believe he was with Maria Hill too, if I'm not mistaken. I've only seen it once as well. Um, but yeah, and then he was in space while you know the fake Nick Fury and Maria Hill were on Earth, and they were like basically. The whole movie, I guess. Yeah, that was that was weird. But what is? Um, did you see this? This wasn't necessarily Disney Plus Day news, but I, I thought it was interesting. Speaking of the MCU, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is undergoing some major reshoots. So if my beloved DC movies can get shit on for getting reshoots and things being in trouble because of reshoots, then I'm allowed to do it to doctor strange movie which i'm actually was very much looking forward to so reshoots can be a great thing reshoots gave us the vader scenes and the vader hallway scene in uh, rogue one um, reshoots can give us some great moments out of doctor strange but um i hope for the sake of this is sammy Raimi of the infamous spider uh toby toby spider-man universe is doing this movie i hope that his shit isn't getting snidered i really hope not uh, I'm not too worried about that one because I think that one, you know, that, that premise is just going to be too interesting to fuck up. And if it's, I know that, that oh, actually, that oh. one has had trouble from the start. I mean, I remember reading articles where it's like, you think they lost a couple of directors and like the, you know, Ben, I think Benedict Cumberbatch didn't agree with the vision. So it was like, seemed like it was a little bit monotonous and all over the place, but I, I hope it's not fucked up because that that premise sounds great, and if it's anything like what we got in What If Series Season One, like 
they better not fuck that up. Like seriously. It'll be But reshoots make me nervous, especially with like multiverse stuff. You know, it could get convoluted and fucked up, especially depending on how Spider-Man No Way Home goes. It's it's they're they're entering dangerous but familiar territory with the multiverse. DC too, they're doing it with the Flash and kind of resetting everything. So we'll see. Um, all this multiverse has given us stuff like Ironheart, um, which I'm really okay about. I mean, I, I I don't know a damn thing, so I really can't have an opinion. I I don't know anything about Ironheart. Do you? Um, I know it's it's supposed to be like a spinoff of you know Iron Man, and it's I don't really I don't really know too much. So it, again, it's like this is. Let's see what it says. I'll, I'll do a quick look up. I know it's like it's like an African American girl. She, she like um, figures out Tony Stark's technology. I don't know who she is or. Okay. Let's see, um, I'll pull her up. Re, uh, re, re. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Rary Williams, also known as Ironheart, is an inventor who has created upgraded Iron Man powers or uh, upgraded Iron Man armors. And okay. on Marvel Wikipedia here, there's there's really no information. Um, but apparently she's going to be connected with Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So I think actually she's going to be in in uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Very cool. Uh, and I know we talked about, you know, the delay that they're having. But uh, did, did we talk about how, like, Okoye is, they were talking about Okoye getting Black Panther suit but not permanently, but like in the beginning. Did we yes, talk about that? We did at the tail end of the show last week, yeah. Yeah, so I think that, again, like that, that's going to be something interesting. I think, I, I don't know, I feel like of all the movies, that's I'm just so curious in how they're going to handle that because I, I feel like, you know, that's going to be, I, I have a feeling some people are probably going to be pissed about it, but I don't know. There's going to be people pissed off about anything. Um, and kind of back to Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, speaking of people pissed off, I, I just wanted to make one quick thought that I just remembered. It's kind of about artistic integ- integrity with Raimi. Um, or not not Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, um, which which would have kind of led into our talk of these branched out stories like Ironheart um, and She-Hulk and the Secret Invasions and all that stuff. Like, if they don't let Raimi do what they do, what they signed on for him to do, it's like it's compromising artistic integrity. I get it that you paid somebody to make a movie, and ultimately you own it, and you're the studio that's putting your name on it. But what's the point of hiring somebody? Why not just hire a yes man, uh, or yes woman, or somebody just to do what you say or do the movie yourself? There's there's no point in hiring these creative individuals. It's just wasting their time. It's wasting their talent, to be honest with you, and it's completely disrespectful. And this is everything that they did to Zack Snyder, uh, Warner Brothers, and did to David Ayer. Um, David Ayer released a fucking new picture of Jared Leto's um, Joker and said he killed it and nobody saw it. Um, that fucking sucks because Jared Leto gets so much shit for his Joker, his damage tattoo, his broken teeth his teardrop tattoos and just his uh, like overall gangster boss mentality in what we got of the Suicide Squad movie. Not the Suicide Squad, but what we got from Suicide Squad in 2016. That was all Warner Brothers. They brought in a bunch of uh, 
bunch of reshoots said they were blowing more shit up trick david Ayer and 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 cut his movie up like like it like like a slice bread for the first time really a shame it sucks hopefully hopefully with the merger of discovery and this is the last thing i'll say uh, we we will get to see the air cut one day and see L- L- Jared Leto's true performance of the Joker because he deserves it. Or they just give us more of the Joker, as in like bring him back. I I have a feeling they're bringing him back because Justice League Two. Well, if anything, like you know, people hated his version in the Suicide Squad, but isn't it insane how much? he got for like what a five minute scene at the end of Zack Snyder's Justice League yes yeah so I, I have a feeling they're not going to let that go to waste and I, I have a feeling that he's going to come back and recently and I don't know if I texted you this or I think I did you but did. like he was, he was spotted like it was on his Instagram or something he has green hair again so and I feel like you know if you're Jared Leto is I think he's in his he's 50 um, and like, if you're 50, you're not really, maybe you might dye your hair blue or, or red I mean, probably not red. Cause why would you want to dye your hair red? But, um, but I green, can't hear you all the way up here. The weather's nice. Fucking prick. Actually you're, you're down, you're not up. So, cause that's how, that's how geography works. Your Florida is, is South from Chicago. I went to know. Disney world today. Well, you probably dropped your pretzel and fell down. Nope. Couple, uh, uh, couple other things. Couple other things. So, uh, reading about uh, Riri Will- Williams, Riri, I'm just gonna change her fucking name because I can't say that name. But um, it's in- actually what's interesting is she first appeared in 2016, and she was in an Iron Man comic, and she's uh, 15 years old and. She's like, uh, you know, apparently she improves his armor. So uh, Tony Stark's armor. So this this could be interesting because especially with maybe the world kind of mourning still like Tony Stark's death for the time being anyway, because we all know that he's going to come back in some form. Um, this, could, this could be interesting that somebody tries to like pick up her, his technology and and and, uh, and bring it back in some respects. The other thing is that it's it's kind of cool to see that they're like they're not just relying on old old school characters that they're trying to bring something new uh, to the screen, which is which is cool. But you know, again, I just feel like we're we're still kind of like approaching that burnout phase, and and just like Star Wars and Harry Potter and all the great film franchises, more is better, but y- you want to be careful. You just don't want to do you don't want to oversaturate. I mean, try to keep it controlled and it will, you know, be around forever. Kind of like Batman and Superman, you know? Very much so. Um, what do you, what are you looking forward to the most out of um, these upcoming, like, oversaturated Marvel products? Well, God, I would say if I'm looking, I'm just looking at this list here. Man, I don't know. I mean, I would say, um, I mean, it, it all depends. I guess it's all going to depend on what the presentation is going to be. Because I, I'm really interested in a Spider-Man series, but not if it's like a kid-friendly, kid-friendly watered-down like piece of shit. 
But if they're taking the Tom Holland Spider-Man and making his, you know, making a story around his freshman year, that's going to be fucking great. Yeah. Um, I would say Marvel Zombies is 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 also another thing that I could see being really interesting. Obviously, what if X-Men? I mean, there's a lot on here that's really interesting. And um, again, when we get when we get some trailers, I feel like maybe I might change my opinion about certain things and i'll even go as far as saying agatha harkness maybe i might think differently about that because she is a witch and that is kind of in the horror movie era i just think that like she's too random of a character and didn't really inspire um enough reason for me to to say like wow she should have her own spinoff like no that's fair um and, you know, she was your run-of-the-mill villain, just like you said. I don't know. I could see the, the series going one way or another. I'll check it out because, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just check it out to, to, to all those points. And, be, and because it's connected, it's it's not as low as, like, Miss Marvel is for me. Um, it's kind of somewhere in the middle. Yeah, um again is it probably like like you were saying it's all going to come back to the presentation of it i think i think right now though i mean all this marvel content is looking really good but i think you know star wars is looking more interesting And, and i say this because uh even though i'm like probably a bigger marvel fan than i am star wars but we haven't gotten a lot of star wars we have but we really haven't not as much as the mcu anyway and I think there's just a lot of good coming out. And they've done a lot of good so far. And if you think otherwise, you know, watch The Mandalorian. I mean, fuck, that's just amazing. So Yeah, Star Wars TV is off to a banging start with The Mandalorian. So let's go. I do, think, do you think the TV shows might kind of surpass the movies a little bit and just their greatness? I'll say this. They absolutely have the potential to. The way things are moving with the streaming services. They absolutely have the potential to, because now you're making a live action television streaming universe. Not, I guess not really TV anymore, just like a streaming universe of Star Wars that are an expansion of the films. You can do anything with these. You can tell any story from any time period. However, I wouldn't want Star Wars to get away from their main episodic uh, movies or like the main stories, um, especially if they're doing trilogies. I mean, they, they should. They don't even have to do trilogies. You know, release one every three years or something. Just stick with those, you know, episodic tales too. If you're gonna go hard with the TV, it has a chance to surpass it. But I don't want them to get away from their bread and butter. And I could see that because I could see it. Like you know, if you look at the Mandalorian storyline, it's a good, great story. And but it's not really connected to the bigger world. I mean, they make references of it a bit, and then there's Skywalker, and maybe it might. Maybe it might change in the next season, but um, it's really not. It's really just kind of like on its own, which is kind of a great thing because then it doesn't undercut or underplay the big movies. And the movies should probably be centered around like, you know, world changing you know events. Um, but yeah, I, I just wonder, like, do you do you think Kenobi is, is the most anticipated series at this point? Or do you think like the Mandalorian is is more of you know kind of the priority now no uh, mandalorian i mean 
anticipation-wise, to answer that question, I think Obi-Wan Kenobi, which it looks like it'll be officially be called, which we're getting next year confirmed in that teaser that we got, we're getting in 2022, um, including battles of Obi-Wan versus Darth Vader again. Uh, so that'll be Hayden and Obi-Wan going after it. Um, we saw some concept art of an Inquisitor. It definitely looked like a sister. Uh, we see Darth Vader sitting down on a throne. Uh, looking at like this holocron talking to somebody, it looked like he was talking to an inquisitor. But you know, this is this is going to be epic. This is a part of Obi Wan Kenobi's life that's been heavily speculated about, and it's it's they've got six episodes to tell a great story, and I think they're going to deliver. So it's that's the best, it's the most anticipated show. Um, Mandalorian season three is going to be highly anticipated too, but it's it's not necessarily on that radar right now. I don't think we're going to get it until twenty twenty three, maybe like late next year maybe like late, maybe like december of next year and then it'll trickle in to just like book of boba fett's doing um so we're getting book of boba fett this year right or is that next yep. month what's next month next month december next is book month. of boba fett oh thank god um do you think we might get some obi-wan uh info there maybe like at the end um, or how many episodes is book of boba fett Ooh, it's a good question. Uh, if I would just have to take a wild guess, I'd say eight, like like the Mandalorian. Um, so we get at the end of next month, like like December 29th or something, whatever that Wednesday is in the last week of the year, is when we're getting Book of Boba Fett. Okay. Uh, and do you think maybe like at the end they'll they'll kind of talk about some Obi Wan, or maybe there'll be like an Obi Wan teaser or something? I don't see why not. You know, at the end of the series, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we we got a teaser for Book of Boba Fett at the end of Mandalorian season two, but those are a little bit more connected. These timelines don't like the Mandalorian and Obi Wan Kenobi timeline won't mesh well because Obi Wan Kenobi's post Revenge of the Sith, and this is post sequel trilogy or this is post OG trilogy. That's true. Um, one other thing that I wanted to mention, like. And it, I'm sure that they are doing this, but, you know, you never know. But uh, James Earl Jones as voicing over of Darth Vader. Now, I could see them not doing this, but I think they kind of have to do this. I mean, and how great is it? He's 90 years old right now, and he can still do it. But I feel like, you know, he's just one of those guys that when he does a voiceover, you don't ever fucking replace him. Yeah. And it's like, you don't replace Mufasa, you don't replace Darth Vader. And I think that he was replaced, uh, it was not him in Cal, uh, in uh, Fall, Jedi it Fallen not, Order. It was, it was not him. And whoever did it was still good, but, you know, there's just a marginal difference there. And even still, it's kind of like when Mark Hamill does the Joker, like it just... It just it's a next level thing. Just the, the the nostalgia, you feel the just the weight of that character. It's I don't know. I don't know if he is voicing over. I, I haven't read into it, but um he fucking better. I I, 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 I have absolutely no idea if he's doing it uh or not. I you one would assume yes, but I will not be shocked if he didn't. Like I wouldn't be shocked if it's Hayden. You know, I, I can only just see, like, because of his age. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that he's still he's still alive and stuff. And maybe he's retired. I know some some people were uh, 
not that age that haven't retired yet, but or or who have retired, but right. oh man, just be like real bummed if it's it's not him. But could you, we're not going to get that many more chances to get Darth Vader out of him. I mean, if we're being completely honest, that's yeah. So like one one final performance, and do you, I mean, can Anakin really? I don't know. I mean, do you think you can emulate uh, Darth Vader? I would if no, I don't think I don't think Hayden Christensen can even if he tried. I, I think it would have to be, you know, post production kind of thing where they use a voice emulator or something. You know, they can do that now, apparently. Um yep. so I mean Sam Jackson will tell me the weather on my Alexa for Christ's sake. So and it'll tell me like, you know, my the city that I live in too, so it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's a little creepy. Creepy, you and your girlfriend Alexa there. So that's okay. Um, one more quick thing. That was that was about it. Um, it. With the Disney Plus Day releases, you know, they announced the uh, Pinocchio live action, uh, Disenchanted, which is a, a really highly anticipated sequel to the Enchanted movie, which is a fan favorite. Um, I don't know if you ever see Enchanted. They just put it on Disney Plus. I, I I just watched it for the first time the other day. Um, it was good stuff. It was good stuff. I, I haven't could, seen it. Yeah, I could, it's it's a it's kind of like a modern take on on like a princess story, and it takes some funny liberties, and it's it's just a it's it's a decent story. Uh, it's good stuff. It's one of Amy Adams' earlier uh, like projects. Okay. Um... Yeah, did Disney announce anything else that's worth noting? Not what I'm seeing necessarily. Um, I've viewed a lot of the comic book posts um, and Disney. You know, I've been I've been scouring Disney Plus's website. Uh, oh, Kyle, they're gonna they're gonna you know uh, High School Musicals. You know, season three. You'd be looking forward to that. I don't even know what that is. So. Yes, you do. Uh, Jungle Cruise and Shang Chi are are, are, are Shang Chi are obviously on Disney Plus now. Um, are you going to watch Shang Chi, or did you watch I, it already? I didn't watch it yet. I I will definitely uh, put it on for reviewing. Definitely. I I've also decided that I'm going to see the Eternals uh, this week, so we're going to give it a fair shake and Ooh. see what happens. That's that's not my movie priority this weekend. Um, or not this, this week. I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see it during the week. But uh, okay. what's next weekend? Ghostbusters Afterlife, sir. Oh fuck yeah, that's right. That's uh, yeah, we're gonna have a lot to talk about. So we're gonna be talking about Ghostbusters next weekend. Absolutely. Yeah, we absolutely have to. I can't wait. I mean, there's the. We're also getting like the. There's like a uh, Boba Fett. And I watched it. It's like 25 minutes, like a Boba Fett special kind of talks about the character. It's pretty cool. Disney Plus released that. It's It's got good stuff. I would I would highly recommend you watch it. It gives a good backstory story on the character himself uh, of Boba Fett. Um, they're doing an I Am Groot. We didn't mention that. The I Am Groot original series. I, 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 I'm, yeah. I don't care. I, I, I don't need anything else to say about that. I don't, I don't need, yeah, I don't need more Groot. I really don't give a shit. I, I really it's don't. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Groot's gonna learn. Groot's gonna learn a new word, and 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 it's gonna be forever. Yeah. Um. Oh, I didn't see this. Um, Zootopia is getting a 
a short form series. I don't know what that means, but I love I loved Zootopia. Um, and I think the playoffs. I, I need the playoff, but that would be pretty cool. What was that? How long has Disney Plus have been out? Isn't it only two been years. a year? Two no, years. Two years. Yeah. Man, you just think like it is fucking blowing up. I mean, that is just. There's a lot on there now, and it's there's a ton on there. It's a fuck ton, and it's it's really cleaning up. I mean, you think about what's the subscriptions that you keep the most and what you watch the most. I mean, yeah, just a lot of shit on Disney Plus. I mean, who doesn't want to rewatch like all the Star Wars? I mean, you can just, just do that. Pete, I mean, it's, you could just do shit like that, and it's fine. And Disney's appeasing to a lot of people. Like they're they're um, doing you know more Proud Family, and I know a lot of people are into that series. Um, like what's Proud Family? Uh, animated series. It's kind of been on for a while. Um, just a series about a, a family, just an animated series. It's it's kind of like the style. It's basically I, I I'd equate it to be like if Family Guy wasn't like PG thirteen, and this was like a more like a G rated version of it. Ah, okay. Oh, uh, that Disney Plus Simpsons uh, five minutes Disney Plus uh-huh. Simpsons uh-huh. Uh, parody was or like short was fucking epic. My favorite line was uh, Homer is is like trying to get into the Moe's bar and, and the bouncer's not letting him in and then he lets in Winnie the Pooh and he's like, that guy's not even wearing pants. Like, <laughs> fucking classic. And they kept, uh, <laughs> Simpsons kept taking shots at how Disney's going to raise prices on things, especially Disney Plus. Um, it was good. That it was, was good. That Pretty awesome. I want I want more Simpsons doing this because Simpsons is this is a, this is like an untapped market for them. Like they've got the full reins now to basically do what they want against Disney. Um, and Simpsons have taken their shots at Disney before they were owned and before Fox was owned by them. Um, but come on, Disney, you know, give, give give Simpsons the full reins a little bit. Let's do more than these six minute shorts. You know, this is leaving me wanting something more. Um, the Force Awakens from a nap was cool, but too short. It, and this was funny. I enjoyed every bit of it, but it's too short. You know, either do that, allow the Simpsons to do a full-on Star Wars parody, or let Star Wars, or let let Family Guy prequel trilogy uh, parody or sequel trilogy parody. Yeah, you know what? And it, it, Simpsons have been been on for such a long time, and they need a, a revamp. And this would be a really good way to. Uh, breathe life into it you know like do some more crossovers like i loved when they did the crossover with family guy i thought that was brilliant yeah and and it was funny too it was great i think they should do more stuff like that that would be really cool you know have donald duck crossover you know what i mean get uh or or really anybody i mean maybe they go to the hundred acre wood and him and Pooh would just like get stuck in shit uh, homer just eat honey and shit and then Pooh falls down because that's hilarious. Yes, absolutely. It's hilarious. You know what else is hilarious? My delirious brain that needs to go to sleep. Uh, what else you got on the on the docket there, Kyle, before we wrap things up? Um, one last thing that I was going to say, and it's about one Ghostbusters, is that yes, I just thought of this, is that, you know, we're getting one, a new Ghostbusters movie next week that's like a continuance, but I, I would probably almost bet that not only is this movie going to explode, but we're going to get some sequels. And, it, you know, you think about, like, we grew up with these movies, and, like, fuck, one, I think, came out before we were born. And, like, this was a big part of our childhood, just, like, 
the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like two biggest film franchises like of our childhood. We could probably say that. And we're finally getting a sequel. I mean, that's and we're not counting the 2016 piece of dog shit, no. but we're getting a proper sequel. And it's it's going to be pretty amazing. It's definitely getting me in the field. So I'm really excited for that. Can't wait. I can't wait to see it. Um, definitely go to the theaters for that one. And I've been looking forward to that one for a while. But thank you, everybody, for joining us and putting up with our shit today. Of course, you love it. You've lasted an, almost an hour, 15 minutes of listening to the fourth mother box. You've been great. We've been the fourth mother box. Kyle, did you get it right this week? Did you remember some words of wisdom or are you being a prick again? Well, being that uh, I, I have some words of wisdom and it's it's for you. And being that some of our shows start out where you say, just like to let everybody know that Kyle sucks, I'm going to say that you suck and that you love jo- uh, Joe Jonas and you have a huge crush on him and you stalk him. So that's the you words know, of wisdom. You know what's great about the show is I control the editing and I control when we end it. <laughs> So I, I could do things like this. Kyle, you suck. 